Would you pray with me? Reveal, O God, your wonder to our eyes and open our hearts to Christ's love. Disperse from our minds any wonder and fill our lives with your light. Protect us, O God, from thoughts without action. Guard us from words without life. Grant us wisdom to walk in your ways and open us always to the guiding of your spirit. Amen. When the Easter story in the Gospel of Mark is compared to the other Gospels, it sometimes gets some bad press. The ending seems to annoy some preachers out there, and occasionally it seems to confuse people who are looking for the rest of the story. And I guess it's for a seemingly good reason. The Gospel of Mark ends so abruptly after the news of resurrection. The women have found that Jesus is not there. And they have fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone. And we are told that they are afraid. And then the story ends. There is little to no fanfare. There's no praise and loud voices. There's no celebration or a desperate need to tell people the good news. Mark's news of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is rather subdued. I suppose it's a bit like being the church in a pandemic. It does make the witnesses offered by the other Gospels seem pretty attractive, though. In the Gospel of Matthew, the women run from the garden with with great joy mixed in their fear and amazement. And in Luke, they learn immediately that Jesus is risen, and they go with haste to tell the disciples. And in John, there's the presumption that there have been grave robbers, and there's a case of mistaken identity, and there's all this extra drama to that moment where Mary proclaims, I have seen the risen Lord. Another way to think about this is that if you were to make a movie out of this story, and you would not be the first to do so, far from. Mark's version is probably not the version that you would use to tell the story, to write the script. It lacks the wild and exciting and exuberant expression of wonder and joy that Jesus is risen, that we feel and celebrate on this day. Mark's version of Easter seems ordinary. And the abrupt ending means that we don't know where the women go, or what they do, or who they go to visit after learning the news. We don't even know how they reflect on this experience, and we are left to wonder what happens next. What happens next is left wide open. I suppose Mark's gospel is just a bit more like real life. I like to think that this open ending is a gift, though. 
It's a gift that the writer of Mark's gospel offers us. Rather than interpreting exactly what this event means, the reading of Mark's gospel offers every person who reads it the specific gift to consider what it means for their own life. When we experience something that will truly shape us and our lives, we never quite know what comes next. Does not mean we avoid considering it, though. Quite the opposite. And Mark wants us to consider, wants us to think about what this resurrection means, not just for these disciples going to the garden, The gospel writer wants to invite us to consider what this resurrection means for ourselves, for our lives, for our community. A wise pastor, a retired pastor named John Buchanan, once explained that the resurrection cannot be easily explained and in his opinion, is hardly worth trying. Instead, he says, Easter is an invitation to walk through the door into a new world where the ultimate reality is not the death of all things, but that the ultimate reality is God and love everlasting. I think this is precisely what the Gospel of Mark offers to us in this gift. The lack of explanation is a door to walk through to discover that the ultimate reality is not the death of all things, but is God and love everlasting. An open door was not on the minds of the women, though as they walked to the garden, as they walked toward that tomb. No, the focus of their concern was on the massive stone that was rolled against the door of the tomb. For as they walked toward it, the question that preoccupied them was, who will roll away this stone for us? And as they find the door of the tomb is open and access is available for anyone, their question is answered. Who will roll away the stone for us? The risen Lord, Jesus the Christ. This one will roll away the stone for us. So if we are to walk through a door into a new world where the ultimate reality is God and love everlasting, we might consider the stones that are rolled up against the doors of our very own lives. We might find ourselves in the shoes of these women realizing that God and Jesus has already rolled away 
these stones, but do we recognize it? Do we see the possibility? Do we see the open door? Are we aware of God's continual activity of rolling away stones in our lives so that we might experience what God is bringing to life in and around us? So my question for you today is, what stone might God be rolling away in your life? There might be many kinds of stones. There might be many different ones that we encounter in different seasons or different circumstances of our lives. But let me consider a handful of stones that we might encounter Perhaps a stone of impatience. In all of the expectation of something that is to come, we might need God to stay close with us as we wait, as we hope for something that is not yet. Or a stone of low self-confidence, There are times when people falter, struggle, trip, and Christ will remind you that you are created by God to be who you are, to be who God made you to be, and that is what is most necessary. Perhaps there is a stone covering a door to forgiveness, the deep challenge of reconciling something that's been broken within us or between us which needs abiding love, a deepening grace, and much courage. Or there's the stone of unity, or lack thereof. In a world of division and judgment, when when God rolls away such a stone, life among people can grow more connected, more beautiful. Or maybe there's a stone that needs to be rolled away for discernment in your life, some crossroad which is before you, and it's hard to make a decision. There's no clear answer, and it's hard. But when we see that stone rolled away, we realize we are not alone in making it. Or there's the stone of disappointment. Our lives do not go our way. It is a challenge to recognize what comes next when we hang on to the stone of disappointment. It's hard to know where God is leading us until that stone is rolled away. There are so many stones in life to which we might say, who will roll away this stone? And if Christ rolls away the stone, and we, will we walk through the open door? It does require faith, trust, and a bit of hope, or sometimes a lot of hope. The stones we face in our lives will not always go away. 
We may revisit them. They may be rolled away again and again. Resurrection is not magic. Jesus does not grant wishes. The hard lessons and suffering of our lives may still happen. But new life in Christ indeed is opening a door to welcome grace and love into the places where we need it most. The challenges and struggles that may continue may also meet love everlasting. The good news of resurrection, the good news of Easter, is that in life and in death, we know that Jesus is with us the entire way. God will roll away the stone so that we might know that the ultimate reality is God and love everlasting. Alleluia. Amen.